Today's show is sponsored by our awesome friends over at Tortuga Backpacks, and my Tortuga Backpack and my Tortuga Day Pack will be with me for the entire 40-hour journey all the way home from South Africa, and it's the only luggage that I've taken with me all over the world for the last two years. So if you're looking for the perfect travel backpack, head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. And don't forget to use the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters, and that will get you 10% off your entire order. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 191. South Africa has the most official languages in the world. With 11. Hey, I can speak one of them. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is my coffee-loving, whoops, that's a hint, wine-loving, whoops, another hint, constant travel companion, my wife, Heather. Hey, everyone. And today we have an extra special episode because we are actually sitting here, it's our very last day in Cape Town. And we are sitting at one of my favorite places in Cape Town, which we'll get to in a little bit. And it's a really fun episode because we're recording on location here. And we also, it's an episode that we've been wanting to do for a while, right, Hath? Yeah, definitely. It's kind of a unique thing. I mean, I guess just spill the beans already, Trav. What's the episode about? We're going to be talking about our 27 biggest travel quirks. And we talked about this a while back and, you know, because we each do certain things when we travel, either not everything is super quirky and weird, but it's habitual, u- habitual, or... unique things we do that kind of give us a feeling of, you know, our, comfort, our, yeah, comfort, our feet on the ground under us when we travel kind of gets us in the flow of a place or just something we like doing at those places. And so we've been talking about doing this for a while and we'd make a list of some quirks and then to get pushed off. But it really came to a head when we were driving back on the garden route back to Cape Town. And I believe that I got three speeding tickets in less than one hour. <laughs> yeah, we were driving back from Plettenberg. And we, as soon as we leave Plettenberg, like we're on the highway and a light flashes. And I'm like, Trav, I think you just got a video speeding ticket. And then he's trying to watch the... And I was definitely speeding at that point. Yeah, you were speeding a little bit, but then we were trying to really watch the speedometer for the rest of the trip, but it happened two other times on the same trip within like five hours. Well, I, actually, the I believe it blinked at me at least three times, yeah, in, in two hours. Now, the two other times, I don't believe I was speeding. And who knows? I guess we'll find out sooner. When we return the car. When we return the car. But it brought up a point uh, that one of the things that I kind of do when I travel is I've gotten speeding tickets in a few different countries <laughs> now. And so we got to talking again about our travel quirks and things that we do. So we decided to record the episode. What we're going to do 
is we've written down the quirks and we, and we talked about it together as a, as a group, Heather and I, but we wrote them down on pieces of paper and we put them in a little bag here on the table. And what we're going to do is pull them out and I'll read one. And then we want you guys to decide whose travel quirk that is as we're reading it. And then we'll reveal obviously who it is and we'll talk a little bit about it. Um, some of them are pretty easy to yeah, figure out. Some are more obvious than others. Of course, but... Yeah, some might be a little more difficult. So play along with us as we read them. Try to think, is that Travis? Is that Heather? And of course, we want to know about some of your travel quirks as well. So of course, you can leave us a comment at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods, P-O-D-S. And let us know because everyone does different things when they travel. And over the last five years, we've been traveling almost full time constantly. And these are little quirks, for lack of a better word, that we've picked up. So... Let's get right to it. Heath, pull the first one. Okay, here we go. The first travel And while Heather's quirk. doing this, I'm going to take a taster of one of my five beers here at Devil's Peak Brewery. This is going to be a fun one, guys. And I also just want to say that I'm looking across the table at Travis, and this morning he got a shave and a haircut. I think oh, you might be giving away a quirk. Oh, no. Yeah, we might give away a few clues here. Read the first one. Okay, here's the first quirk. Carrie's wallet in front pocket. <laughs> okay, well, if you couldn't guess what that was, that's me. That's Trav. I have made a habit of carrying my wallet in my front pocket. Usually when I'm at home, I put it in my back pocket. But while we're traveling for safety reasons, I usually keep it right in my front pocket and then usually put my hand over it if we're in subways or stuff like that or we're walking around at night. Some of these, like we said, aren't going to be crazy, but they're also things that could all serve as tips for people too as they might want to learn from us some of the things that we do. Because yeah. we record a lot of podcasts about safety and mm-hmm. money and different things like that. That was one of the tips we yeah. gave out. And as a counterpoint, when I have my crossbody bag, I always wear it in front of me. And again, when we're on a crowded square or in the train or something, I will put my hand right on top of it so that nobody just reaches in and swipes stuff out That's of it. right. Quirk number two. And we're probably going to stop numbering eventually because it's going to get confused. Always forgets their eye mask. Ooh, you or me, you or me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I don't know why, but all of a sudden I, we have these two eye masks that we bought in Japan um, from this awesome store called Muji. And they're like these really soft like t-shirt material and they're so comfortable. But somewhere along the way, we've lost one of them and I can never no, 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 find no, 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 mine. No. We <laughs> have not lost one of them. The travel quirk is Heather's. That means she has lost hers. I have Actually, right now in my bag, have four eye masks. I oh, keep so them wait, this, maybe the problem is that you're hoarding them. I keep, I just keep picking up ones from like airlines and stuff because I know Heather won't have it when we <laughs> get on the airline. So I actually keep them in the front pocket of my little backpack so that whenever Heather says, can I have an eye mask? I always <laughs> have one there for her. And of course, I usually give up the good Muji one. Oh, sure. And have to take the crappy airline Sometimes one. you do, begrudgingly. Anyway. Travel quirk number three. I'm going to take another taste here of this Devil's Peak Amber Pale Ale. Number three. Writes everything down, usually in a moleskin. That is me. (laughs) I have a habit of bringing around the world's best notebooks, moleskin notebooks. They are pocket-sized, and I absolutely love going out when we're out to dinner. I mean, you can... Maybe not the most romantic thing in the world, but when we're out eating or things like that, I like pulling out my moleskin and just writing notes of the day, or uh, we keep track of you know where we've eaten and, and where we like to get drinks and activities we've done, so that, of course, then we can later put those notes online. Now, we are like 20 countries behind at this point, 
But I love writing in those little moleskins. They're perfect. Yeah, they are fun. And I actually bought one this time. Trav likes to write in the little pocket ones, but I actually bought a larger one because he has tiny handwriting and I have huge handwriting. So I actually started carrying around a bigger one in my tote bag. So it is nice to just kind of record what you've done, not in a podcast, but on a piece of paper. (laughs) Yeah, it's just fun to relax and sit down and do that. And I actually had a kind of a little bit of a freak out about four months ago when we were traveling and I brought my two old moleskins because now I'm on my third one and I brought them because I thought I was going to write some notes online for you guys on EPOP and I never got around to it and I thought I lost one of them and I was really upset because you know that's a year's worth of kind of not journaling but notes of our travels and really cool stuff so but you didn't lose it so that's good and I have it and eventually it will make it up on extrapackofpeanuts.com all right number four Hates carrying a lot of cash and has to continuously hit up the ATM. That's, That's me. Trav. That's me. <laughs> I um, have a penchant for losing things. Uh, sometimes my Case wallet. Case in point, wallet missing in Paris. As we've documented on the website, and you can read that story. It's actually a pretty good story because we lost it, and I go through kind of the emotions I had of losing it and why it actually turned out to be a good thing. But I do lose my wallet some, and I just don't like carrying a lot of cash on me in the States. I always use credit cards, so I get frequent flyer miles. And now, luckily, thanks to our awesome friend and EPOP assistant, Tiffany, I have the Charles Schwab High Yield Investor Account. And again, we said we might throw some tips out there, Hath. This is fantastic because you can hit up the ATM whenever you want because it has no foreign transaction fee and also will reimburse you if you get eight money out of an ATM. So in Thailand... If you get a fee, if an yeah. ATM fee. In Thailand, it usually costs about $6 to get money out, which is a ton anywhere, but especially in Thailand where you could get like three dinners for that price. And so I'd be <laughs> bummed out because I wouldn't want to carry a lot of cash, but I wouldn't want to go to the ATM a lot. Now I get it reimbursed through that Charles Schwab ATM high yield investor checking account. Yes. And if you can't tell, some of these travel quirks or habits really cause annoyance to the other person because when Travis has to keep going to the ATM or if I want to buy something and we never have any cash, I'm like, dude, just get out more money. And he won't. He refuses. He'll only get out like 50 to $100 at a time. So sometimes yeah, we have to go... about 100 a yeah. max. I mean, we have to go to the ATM sometimes every other day or every day. I mean, depending on what country you're well, in. But that doesn't uh, usually happen. Let's not be spending 100 <laughs> a day. I actually didn't have money the last time I had to go through a toll in America. And I had to get one of those little slips and, you know, go in and pay $3 later. So, All right, moving yeah. on. Quirk number five. Um, turns around engagement ring. So that's obviously me. That's one of my travel habits more like that uh, when we are traveling and I feel like we're in an area that isn't quite as safe or it's late at night or something or we're on a train, I will tend to just be cautious of like flaunting things that we have. Not that we have a lot of expensive things, but obviously my engagement ring is the most expensive thing that I own and I wouldn't want to lose it or have it taken from me. So I just try to be careful with that and I'll just flip it around and wear it like on the backside of my hand because then it doesn't even look like anything. And you started doing that in Paris, right? Or at least that's when I noticed you do it. Or you brought it up to me that you did. I probably yeah, wouldn't Yeah, I mean, noticed. I've done it for ever since I probably had it. But um, yeah, it's just a, a good thing to do if you want to travel with jewelry and, you know, you don't want to leave it at home to just be aware of keeping it inconspicuous. Yeah, same as a guy with his wallet, basically. Or a nice watch or yeah. something like that. Heath, try some of these beers. We've got the IPA, a black IPA, a double IPA, an American Pale Ale and a Gold Nail. Again, we're at Devil's Peak Brewing Company, which 
is a really cool place in Cape Town. We will be doing a podcast about Cape Town specifically because mm. this has quickly... That's the double IPA. That's good. Ooh, I like that. This has quickly become one of my favorite cities in the world. Spoiler alert for when we do a Top Cities in the World <laughs> podcast. But I love it here and we decided on our last day, let's record a podcast here. We also... We're running out of camera battery and we had to do some filming. <laughs> so we had to run to somewhere where we could plug in and charge a camera battery. So we're killing two birds, with one stone, charging our camera battery and recording a podcast. All right. Quirk number six always asks waiters for recommendations and it's starred here and it says indecision. <laughs> Who could that be? Well, that's me. Uh, Heather wrote these out. So <laughs> I saw that she put indecision. Yeah, I love asking for recommendations from local people, um, especially waiters or taxi drivers or anything like that, because those are the people that know, you know, they've spent their time, especially waiters. They always like good food and good beer and good drinks and stuff like that. So I always ask them, like, where would you go? Not where would you tell other people to go, but where do you go? Yeah, and we've gotten I, great wrecks like that. I actually like this travel quirk about you that you ask Aww. people. Um, all sorts one of, of 27 that you like. No, about I like more than this one. Uh, the indecision part can get to be frustrating sometimes. But like, for example, yesterday we were hiking up Table Mountain. And he literally asked, like, before we got up to the mountain, he asked 10 different people which trail we should take. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, make a decision already and just pick a trail. And I wanted to, to make sure travel. we had the best experience. <laughs> it led to when a we talk argument. about our travel relationship. If you want a great podcast, <laughs> go to the one where our buddy Jason interviews about us, about our relationships on the road. And we talk about fighting and how we get through it or don't get through it. And um, that is... Yeah, we had a little bit of an argument on Table Mountain. It lasted the whole hike up, all two and a half hours. We hiked separately. And um, that was because I just wanted to make sure we were getting on the right trail. So indecision reigns when it comes to me. Yeah. No worries, though. I, I still love you, babe. I think Quirk 7. Quirk 7. How are you keeping track? These well, aren't I have them in front of me, all the ones we pulled out. And your okay. odds, I'm even. All right. You're so- odd. <laughs> That's <Quirky>. for sure. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> okay, this quirk number seven loves exploring grocery stores in foreign countries. This, Who is it? This is me, definitely. Is I one of my favorite things to do when we go to other countries is just see normal life happen. And I mean, where does normal life happen any more than like a grocery store? And so. I absolutely love going to grocery stores and just seeing what it's like going through, seeing all the odd things they have in there, just even how it's laid out. It's just fun. Um, I always make an effort to go into grocery stores in every country I go to. And I first remember doing this, or I first remember really liking it when we moved to Japan. And yeah, because it was so different. Like the grocery stores are so different there and the items that are in there are very unique. So Yeah, and... Also, we didn't have any air conditioning or furniture when I first moved to Japan a week ahead of Heather. And so it was about 95 degrees Fahrenheit. And it was about 100% humidity in the summer in Japan where we lived. And so I'd walk 20 minutes to the grocery store, be dripping in sweat. And I would walk around. It's not even a big grocery store. We're not talking like a Costco. <laughs> no. We're talking like tiny. a tiny grocery store. And I would stay in there for about two, two and a half hours because I had air conditioning. I would read every pack. Well, when I say read, I would look at every package of every product. And um, yeah, then I'd walk back to my house that had no air conditioning and I'd lay on the floor because I had nothing there. So uh, that's when I really started loving grocery stores in other countries. Yeah, it is cool to see. It really is. I feel like you might have more quirks than me. Yeah, we didn't do like one, one, one. We just put in a bunch and see what happens. Number eight, 
always gets the same photo. So this means like in different places where we travel, we always get the same photo. So who is this? This is both of us. Oh, curveball. Curve this ball. is both, both of, of us. us. There will be some that are both of us. What type of photos do you always get? So this is lame, I guess, but no, I always it's not get <laughs> I always I like get it. an outfit picture, an O O T D outfit of the day to throw up Hashtag on Instagram. O O T D to fulfill my fashion obsession. So I always make Travis um, or whoever's with us. In this case, my sister Julie is with us in Cave Town, and she's. I been haven't taking, had to OOTD as much. <laughs> she's been taking tons of photos of me, which has been great. But um, yeah, I always get that uh, just so that I can photograph what I'm wearing, how we're traveling, and what I'm packing. Yeah, and if you want to follow Heather on Instagram, you probably should because. If you follow me on Instagram, it's at Pack of Peanuts. Heather's actually responsible for putting up 95% of those <laughs> photos. But your Instagram is at... Heather Sherry. At Heather yeah, Sherry. Because I've had Instagram like six years ago. I don't, I've had it for a really long time. So. Whoa, trendsetter. No, 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 no. Not six years because it's not even six years old. Whatever. I had it when we lived in Japan. And that's when I started it. So. All right. Yeah. So follow at Heather Sherry. You can see all the fashion and things like that. Um, and then the same photo that I do, if, if you guys follow us at all, it's called the EPOP, which is the signature pose that sometimes I rope Heather into doing with me. Hashtag EPOP pose. Hashtag EPOP pose you put up on Instagram and on Twitter and things like that. And that's simply me saying where we are in some awesome, cool location, like on the top of Table Mountain, running and spreading my arms and legs wide uh, with my back to the camera. So we do EPOPs all over the world, and it's been become kind of a thing. And actually, we'd love, and we're going to start a thing on our website, where we get podcast listener and reader EPOP poses. So check it out. If you want to send us your EPOPs, that would be absolutely awesome. So take an EPOP pose of you somewhere really cool with a neat background and uh, send yeah. them into us. One of our readers actually sent us such a cool email. A video. That, yeah, a video of his daughter doing an EPOP on the beach because Travis had done one in the sand and like fell over or something. I, I, and <laughs> I had done one in the snow in Switzerland. Oh, in the snow. On the, the top snow. of Jungfraujok. And we put it up because I... I I tried to like plant my feet, but <laughs> I sunk into my knees and I fell backwards. So um, Mark's daughter actually sent one in and said, Travis, this is actually how you do the EPOP <laughs> pose so or cute. the starfish. And she did yeah. on the beach. It was really cool. Yeah. So send them in. Tweet us at Pack of Peanuts. Instagram us at Pack of Peanuts. Or of course, you can send them to Trav at Extra Pack of Peanuts. That would be really cool. We will highlight those. Okay. Work number nine. Is it what my I'm gonna turn do, to pick? It's your turn. I'm going to split them in groups of five so we always know how many we're on little bit of math here. So we're yeah. on number nine. Okay. So this one might be a little obvious. Always wants to shop. That is not <laughs> me, folks. Believe it or not. Mr. Frugal himself. I do not always want to shop. This is Smalls. This is me. Although sometimes you like to find cool, unique things in certain markets. Like in, in Cape Town, you did buy like um, some hand carved masks wooden masks and things like that so you like, I like to, to find get a, a pe like something for yeah. me from a place we yeah. found a hand carved thing that we got in china i got a spear um yeah. of from course the Masai Mara this in usually Kenya. takes travis about five days to decide if he's gonna right. buy one thing but anyway one of the reasons we have to travel <laughs> slow so i can decide if i want to buy it or not 
Not the case with me. I love to shop anytime, anywhere. When we land in a place, I really like, we both like to get the lay of the land. We look at the map and we explore things. And I like to find markets or even shopping malls, but mostly markets because I actually, I feel more at home when I know that I can shop somewhere, that I enjoy buying things in that country. I It might sound crazy. Trust me, this doesn't lead to any disagreements <laughs> in our relationship, folks. But I love shopping and... um Exploring a, a culture in that way to see what the local artisans are doing and making. And of course, I didn't get any help from my uncle who used to travel quite a bit, was one of the first people, if you ever heard me tell the story a little bit, before I knew anything about frequent fire miles, he was the only one I, I ever knew who had frequent fire miles, my Uncle Jim, because he flew for business all over the world. And he worked for QVC, so he knew, you know, he has a good eye for buying He was things. a host on QVC, yeah. which was pretty cool to turn on QVC and see him on there. But... So he traveled all over the world. He got frequent fire miles. He was the only one I ever knew who used them. Long story short, we're talking to him the other day, and he said... This was a couple years ago. Well, okay. The other day. <laughs> whatever. We're 32, almost 33. It all blends together. And he said, one of the things I love to do when I first get to a new place when I'm traveling is go shopping because it helps me feel comfortable. And, and I look at him, I'm like, geez, come yeah. on. You're throwing me under the bus here. Jeez, did that resonate with me? I was like, oh my gosh, I never realized that that really makes me feel like balance centered when i arrive somewhere you know what i mean but to each their own to to each each their own own. i did get an awesome sweatshirt that you'll be able to see in some of the e-pops from cape town um the other day so i bought i bought a thing of clothes good for you like pulling teeth it was 20 bucks i just didn't want to get it travel quirk number 10 (laughs) packs too many shoes (laughs) you love shoes though that is true (laughs) but this is me this is all me i you know i've got packing down to a science and I'm usually pretty good on the clothes front. Like I would say for this Cape Town trip, I literally packed the perfect amount of stuff and I pared down my shoe selection. I always want to bring We are going home with like a hundred bottles of wine though. That's true. That's true. So cheap. It's $3. I know. It's incredibly cheap here. But I almost, I have a problem with shoe selection. I always want to pack heels, even though I end up wearing them like once or twice. So this time I didn't pack any heels. This is what I packed. For those of you wondering, because I get a lot of questions about what to pack and especially shoes. This time I packed a pair of flat booties. I packed a pair of sneakers, a pair of flip flops, and a pair of Birkenstocks. Four pairs of shoes that's the least i've ever packed i think and it was really the perfect amount whoa that's on record now so next time you try to pack five i'm holding you to four no i'm not saying there aren't cases where you might need more but to give heather some credit because we do pick on each other a lot we have been traveling if this is one of your first podcasts you're listening to you might not know us veterans and uh loyal fans you know that we travel almost exclusively with just carry-on bags um, no matter how long the trip is, because one of our tricks is to pack for a week, no, no matter how long you're going, because you can always do laundry and things like that. Um, shoes is the big killer. And I've done episodes with Fred Parada from Tortuga Backpacks, and we've talked about our packing list and stuff. Shoes is the big killer. And I've been able to pare mine down as well, because in the beginning, I used to pack too many shoes. And now I usually just do a pair of flip-flops, like leather flip-flops, um, a pair of sneakers, like barefoot sneakers, and a pair of kind of like boat shoe type things yeah, um, like you, little lace up brown shoes that are recently, also that are also really awesome because they're barefoot shoes so they don't take up any room so that's one way we do it yeah so yeah packs too many shoes hat but she is getting way better and you have done really well this trip so i'm giving Thank i'm applauding you. you you can't hear me clapping yeah. in the microphone Thank but i'm you. applauding okay this is a very interesting number 11 <laughs> travel quirk loves to shower at airport lounges 
This is me. <laughs> hey, listen, we don't like we haven't always had lounge access. We don't always have lounge access. We don't fly first in business class that often. In fact, we've only done it. I've only flown business class twice. Heather's only flown it once. Most of the time, we're flying an economy to stretch our miles. And we're certainly not paying for like business or first class tickets. But recently, we've been able to get some credit cards that give us lounge access. Which is amazing, it, by it the really way. It really is. Like for this Cape Town trip, for example, it was 48 hours of travel from our door in Philadelphia to when we got into Cape Town. And so that was a long journey. And we actually had three. We stayed in two different lounges. And I had showered in a lounge because we had traveled for like 25 hours. And I loved getting a shower. So I did. And then... About six hours later, we're in another lounge. Of course, I didn't have to shower again, but I just, you know, if we're in you a just, lounge, I like using it. You did it anyway, which is so funny to me because I didn't shower in the first one because I was like, oh, I'll just hold out. And then finally, we arrived in Johannesburg and we still had like eight more hours until we were going to be at our place in Cape Town. I was like, okay, I'm going to finally hop in the shower. And Trav's like, you know what? I just took one like you know, eight hours ago, but I think I'm going to take another one of, just for the point of taking a shower because you have it. What I, is the, the deal? The novelty doesn't wear off. One, I just <laughs> think it's cool because like, you know, I'm wiping off that grime of an airplane. I don't like airplanes really, believe it or not. And two, I just, yeah, it's a novelty. It's like, oh, this is cool. I, I, I haven't had enough lounge access or enough of these like high class travel experiences for it, to, for it to wear off on me. It's still really cool anytime we get to go into a lounge. So I just... I really enjoy it. One of these days, maybe we'll break the bank with our miles and get on like Singapore Airlines or or those airlines with the shower stalls in the airplane. That would be really, really cool. Hey, you don't have to convince me. I'm on board with that. I can't let that become a quirk. Cause that's too expensive. <laughs> All right. Quirk number 12. Packs face lotion in too large of a bottle and then always gets it taken from them in France. <laughs> Well, that's obviously me. So I always pack a vino face lotion. This it's, is habitual because it's happened at least three times. It's now. happened so often. But here's the thing: I don't usually put it in a carry a travel size because every single country in the world lets me take in my small bottle of lotion, even though it's over 1.7 ounces, except for freaking. Charles de Gaulle Airport. Although this last time... It happened in Orly, too. It happened it's, in it's Orly, Paris. too. It's, it's Paris. But then it happened another time at the end of a trip. I think it was in, like, the Netherlands. Whatever. There's very Western few Europe, countries that, that take it. So I usually just take the gamble and I um, pack it with me anyway. And then get so, then get so, so upset mad. when they take it. So she I, even opens the <laughs> bottle and it's like, look... It's a it's a big bottle. It's like two and a half ounces, but there's not two and a half ounces yeah, in here, like, and it like doesn't matter. Whatever. I finally started like just a couple months ago packing like a backup one that is the right size, just in case they take it. But I don't know why. I, I, I do. don't know it's why weird. she doesn't pack two like <laughs> carry-on sized travel things. And because then I'm taken. always packing so many little travel bottles of every little ointment and you know toiletry. I just. By the time I get to my face lotion, I'm just worn out, I guess. Hasn't, <laughs> Hi, maintenance. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And it hasn't been, it hasn't annoyed you enough to not do it. So there we go. Travel quirk number 13. I'm going to get a drink of this double IPA before Heather it kills is it. good. Okay. This travel quirk always looks at real estate. I am obsessed. I think this is my, this might be my biggest travel quirk. Like we didn't. Put these in any order. Like we said, we're just picking them out of a, a little hat here. Well, like a little bag. And um, so they're just coming as they come. 
But this might be my biggest travel quirk. I absolutely love real estate. We only own one home, and that's in uh, outside of Philadelphia. But I, if I had money or if I had my way, I would probably have homes in like 18 different countries. I just really am yeah. fascinated you by love it. areas. And I'm fascinated by like how much stuff costs. And, oh, couldn't you get in really cheap here? Like, for example, we're at this Devil's Peak Brewery. And it's in an area of Cape Town called Woodstock, which is gentrifying, but pretty hard scrabble. Yeah, Two of my like favorite words, kind of gentrifying and hard scrabble. Such a dork. And I, it's, it's, you know, it's hipstery, but it's, it's tough. And I'm like, man, we could get a house here. And what about in five years? And it's cool area. And there's cool breweries here and this and that. I just love neighborhoods, which I might be ruining another quirk. I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't remember exactly who put it in there, but I... I'm fascinated by the idea of real estate and buying it in different places. And, and seeing you how have costs. always been that way. I mean, we've been together a long time, 11 years. And for as long as I can remember. 11 wonderful years. Oh, please. As long as I can remember, you have always stopped in those windows with the posters or like, you know, the pages of real estate listings. I mean, for literally as always. long as I can remember. So this is maybe your biggest and oldest travel quirk. I was even chatting up a realtor in oh my gosh. Nisna, nice which is, uh, you know, on the garden route. And um, yeah, he was just telling me about, I just, I love it. I don't know. I can't help it, but I love it. So uh, we may have a house here in Cape Town sooner rather than later. You guys can come <laughs> visit then. Hopefully we have a spare bedroom. Yeah, if and not, it only we'll takes 40 hours to get here. Yeah. So Travel quirk 14. Packs a lot of medicine. That's me. And I'm thankful for that because I yeah. don't pack any toiletries other than this like little hair paste, which I sometimes yeah, I use. Even, I don't even pack my toothbrush. No, I, I pack Travis's toothbrush. And um, I, I don't know why I just like to be prepared when it comes to medicine. I always have a sleeping medicine. I always have ibuprofen. I usually carry Excedrin because I get headaches. Uh, Neosporin. I just like to have my own little travel kit. Even though in most places you can get almost anything you need, I just like to be prepared so that we don't have to go searching for things if something happens. One of my little, I guess it is a quirk because uh, I actually have a little medicine kit in my backpack, but I never have used it. I've never even taken it out and used it. I don't even know what's in there, but I always pack it. Like it's it's probably the only thing that I pack that has no usefulness to me. Is this little medicine kit? I guess it's better safe than sorry, it's but tiny. I don't, again, you I got probably wouldn't from, even remember that it was in there if any if push came to shove. You got it at a travel conference or yeah. something, so it's just like a little teeny pre-made. You know, maybe there's a band aid. But there. I am really thankful that Heather packs the medicine. Well, thank you. All right, next travel Tra- quirk. 15. Okay. Loves trying local wine and coffee and beer and food. So <laughs> this oh, is a double. I guess double. you put them both together. This is a double feature. Bonus this is points if you know who's who. <laughs> but this should be really easy. So I'm wine and coffee. And I am food and beer. And we always try these things everywhere we go. I mean, I love... Case in point, we are sitting at a brewery, at a brewery. doing a tasting flight of the beer. And about an hour ago, Heather went to two different coffee shops to film some videos because she's tried the coffee in what, like six or seven different coffee shops in South um, uh, in Cape Town. Yeah. And I mean, this is all in the name of research. This is for you listeners. This is, you know, we're drinking beer and we're tasting coffee. The lengths and, we go. You know, we're just, we really want to make sure that we're finding the best of the best for you. So if you come to Cape Town, <laughs> you, you will know. And Devil's Peak is the best brewery and the best coffee. Truth coffee. So there you guys have Keeping it. it real. Uh, so yeah, those, those are pretty big travel quirks. We do every, every, 
place we go to. Yeah, and I will say that each of us do bite the bullet occasionally. I will drink some wine, and Heather will drink some beer. So again, we're giving you the best of the best, guys. We're doing the research, as Heather said, for you. So we do bite the bullet and um, do that. I have tried coffee all over the world. I still do not like it. Mm, but we're gaining on you because he started to really like coffee ice cream. No, is that is that like the t- part of the beginning of the slippery <laughs> slope? Because coffee ice cream I love now, but it's I still hate it's coffee. It's filled with sugar, so you just need to put in a lot of cream and sugar in coffee and then you'll like it. Yeah, So, and I love trying food. I mean, and so does Heather, but I'm more apt to try the local food. And we should throw spirits in here. Uh, I did... Tr- but uh, try some local gin when we're in Myanmar. And a bottle of gin there surprisingly costs about $2. So, and it was um, pretty good, And though. it wasn't bad, yeah. yeah. All right, travel quirk number 16. Keeps all his tickets, all his. Well, Keeps all their tickets, metro cards, hotel key cards, <laughs> etc., in a little ticket stub diary. Um, I gave it away. That's me. Yeah. I Heather bought me this thing called a ticket. It's called Ticket Stub Diary. So if you Google that, I, I believe I put it on my holiday gift guide before. I now I'm on my second one, and I I just keep little mementos, and uh, they slide right in this Ticket Stub Diary, and then I, you can write stuff about them. So I do keep all the hotel key cards. Usually, um, you used to have to give them back. Now, like no hotels ask for them, so that's kind of nice. I don't think I've ever had to pay for one. But I do remember in Singapore, there was an awesome metro car. Remember the city skyline or was yeah. it Shanghai? Uh, I think it was Singapore. I don't remember. And it cost, you know, you would get five, the equivalent of $5 back when you oh, returned it. Oh, that was Singapore. And I just said, I'm cheap, but this is worth it. So I paid $5 for this cool little metro card. So yeah. I keep receipts and different things. And I just love putting them in this ticket stub diary because then I can go back through. And I would honestly say, like, if my house was burning down, Hopefully it never does. But if I had to go in and run and grab something, I would probably grab, besides Heather or family members <laughs> or animals or anyone who's... A personal who's, possession. Personal we get possessions. It. I would grab my ticket stub diary because... Oh, so it's like a travel scrapbook. You're a it scrapbooker. Is a tra- oh, my. <laughs> I, I guess. And so, I, am, I am, like we said, with putting the notes up online, I am about... Actually, I looked the other day and I have not put in the ticket stub diary the trip we took with our friends to Europe last year yeah, which was you're in pretty May. behind so i am about wait that was last may yeah this so is I'm you're very <laughs> behind <laughs> you know it was funny before we were leaving on this trip he had like in our bedroom had put some things out and there was this whole corner of our bedroom that had all these receipts and mementos and it was so messy and i'm like just do something with this or put it away and i finally threw it all oh, in a bag here's a really good quirk <laughs> kind of but a kind of a tip i always bring a Z- ziploc bag or two with me because I put like anything I want to keep in that Ziploc bag. So even though there's stuff everywhere and I haven't caught up yet, I you know when I get back from a trip, I'll label that Ziploc bag like mementos from South Africa. So that's and yet another quirk. You definitely have more quirks yeah. than me. You're weird. I'm much weirder than you. <laughs> you would fall very close to the normal end of the spectrum. <laughs> I would fall just as far to the odd end of yeah. the spectrum. That's why the podcast is good, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, next travel quirk. What number? We are on number 17. 17. Always wants to bike or walk. This is me. Oh, my gosh. Love walking. Love biking. 
as I said, I almost love to a fault because no. you will never take a taxi. Depends who's talking. <laughs> You'll never take a taxi. Um, no, it is really fun. I also enjoy walking and biking when we're in cities. It's a really cool way to see the city, but you love it. I love neighborhoods, like we said, and I love. I really love getting a feel for the geography and the and the lay of the land. And I feel like you can do that when you walk a lot easier. Case in point, today I woke up early to go get a haircut and a shave at Yogi's. Great barbershop, by the way, in Cape Town. And I, it was a mile, and I wanted to walk there because I got to walk through one of the neighborhoods we hadn't driven through before. And it was really cool. And I found a street that I'm going to buy real estate on. So all these travel quirks just blend together. Um, and I just really love walking, and I really love, I love, love biking. Um, and running yeah. bikes in cities is one of my favorite all-time favorite things to do is running bikes in a city and getting a bike around. Because then you can see a lot, but you're still, like, close, you know? Yeah, on definitely. The so, all right, Travel Quirk 18. That didn't need that much explanation, but... Well, here we go. <laughs> I thought it was in here. Loves exploring neighborhoods. There it is. We've spoken a lot about that. I find neighborhoods to be one of the most fascinating things about cities. Like, I was always jealous of New York City living in Philadelphia because Philadelphia didn't really have neighborhood. It did, but they weren't really defined. And now they've become much more defined. Like you Absolutely. have Fishtown, Northern Liberty. I think it's become a hip thing to define yeah. your neighborhood because it's easy to sell those, real estate that yeah, way. And they have those cool maps of areas that are just defined by the neighborhoods. Those, yeah, I love them with really like the, the different size of writings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're really cool. Those, are, those always catch my eye. And so... Philadelphia didn't used to have really defined neighborhoods in the way that like people talk about. I'm living in Fishtown. I'm living in Northern Liberties. I'm living in um, Dickinson uh, Square. All this stuff. Now it does more, but I was always jealous of New York because I was fascinated by like the Soho, Gramercy Park, you know, Chelsea Meatpacking. Like I thought it was a little lame because it was so like pretentious, but I actually really loved it. And uh, Cape Town has some awesome neighborhoods, and most cities now do because it's. Stuff is becoming more defined, I think. Yeah, and I think and that's because it's... People like to travel. Trendy. Yeah, and they want to know what certain areas are. And it's just easier to give it a label, I think. So. I also think that's one of the reasons, as we've talked about in other podcasts, why we like staying in apartment rentals or like local guest houses versus hotels. Because you can stay in neighborhoods that might not have hotels, might not be as tourist. Yeah, absolutely. And we're here in Woodstock. I love that. Yeah. Actually, this is... I believe this brewery is also is actually in Salt River, right Ooh. next to Woodstock. I know I'm a neighborhood nerd. You are indeed, but it's cool. Neighborhood nerds. All right. Hashtag neighborhood nerds. I feel like, okay. 19. <laughs> 19 loves getting haircuts and shaves. Oh. I kind of ruined this in the beginning. And also, I feel like I haven't had a quirk in a while. These are all your well, quirks. You're super quirky. It's random. It's random. We're just pulling them out. Um, but I probably, yeah, do crush your own quirks. I... I've started a new thing where I love getting straight razor shave. This started in, in Chiang Mai, Thailand, because the very first time I got a straight razor shave, it cost me a dollar in Chiang Mai. This guy did a fantastic job. And so I don't really like shaving myself, so I usually grow out my beard. And you'll be able to see it in pictures and in videos that we do. Yeah, I'll grow it out. And then now I've started a thing where I love getting shaves in other countries, especially cheap countries. Like today, I went and got a haircut and a shave at Yogi's. And it was $16. Whereas yeah. in the States, it's $30 for straight razor shave, at least at these like hip places, right? These grooming yeah. shops yeah. versus barbershops. And uh, I got a haircut while I was there. So I just, 
It's yeah, again, and you're this, looking good. I thanks. mean, you're very handsome. I'm today. staring across the table at you, and it's like you do have a slight tan line from where your beard was, but your hair is short. He cut it. He cut it short and it today. Looks good. And it's fun. It's fun interacting with the people. And I went and got a haircut once in Cambodia, and I couldn't speak to the guy. But this guy did a haircut in ten minutes. It was the fastest haircut I've ever had, and it looked awesome. So, just another way to kind of like. Boom, be amongst the locals. It's like going to a grocery shop, but even more yeah. intimate. And I don't do mind that. getting a haircut too. I mean, when Chiang Mai has really great salons and like w- things for Western people, right? Because there's so many expats there. And there's a great place I get my haircut there. Now, color, I don't usually like to go anywhere else but my girl in Phoenixville. But it is fun. It is really cool to try new places for things that you do on a on a monthly basis. Or Yeah, I try to talk Kath into getting her haircut other places. Yeah, you're a little hesitant. You did go to that awesome place in Chiang Mai, New York. And I've York, been there New twice York. now. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe the equivalent would be you going to get like a pedicure or manicure somewhere. Yeah, those are but nice. I don't usually uh, let you yeah, do that. Yeah, I don't do expensive. that very often. Even in, right. even in Thailand when it's like $7, Travis is like, really? <laughs> is one of these quirks overly frugal? Because if it is, oh well, that's that. just a given. We Number didn't even 20. have to write that down. Loves getting local maps. Oh my gosh, this is you again. Yeah, it's the Trav quirk. <laughs> it's the Trav's quirkiness show. Um, I love. Well, this goes back to the neighborhoods and getting the lay land. I love the maps, and I love. I mean, in particular. Well, I always am on Google Maps, like zooming in, well, zooming out. Well, we both are. I mean, I really like to be on Google Maps, too. We both because, love maps. Yeah, and we like knowing where we are. I mean, we use a GPS when we're driving and whatever, but we also like to know exactly where we are in relation to other things and the, the whole lay of the land. We've always been that way. And, and the local maps in particular, you know those kind of cartoony maps like you get in resort towns, like they'll have them at like the local fish and chip shop or something, you know. Or the local Sunday or par- ice cream parlor where, like, you rip it off and it's, like, everything, not to scale. And it's, yeah. Like, yeah, cartoony. I just love looking at those because I'm, like, someone, this is cool. Yeah, well, it's, like, art. You know, it's cool. Yeah. Loves right. getting local maps. Number 21. We are almost out of this <laughs> taster beer. Only the black IPA left. Yeah, I didn't really like that one that too t- much. shows you what we liked. Yeah. Okay, here's a travel quirk. Talks to anyone... Anytime, anywhere. This is not me. Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. I was trying to like, hopefully maybe you ran with it. Maybe, you had maybe a quick... mine are all at the bottom of this bag. Maybe. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, well, this again, it goes back to what we've already talked about. I love getting local recommendations. I love getting the feel. I love trying to get as authentic as possible. That's not, you know, I get that we're tourists and that we're traveling through a place and, you know, you, you really can't become part of the local fabric of the community in a couple weeks but you can do things to give yourself a more authentic experience than just staying in your hotel and going to the hotel bar and whatnot um and so speaking to anyone kind of gives me this yeah and i'm just i'm just curious you're very social yeah curious and social mixed together is a very potent combination i would say because it makes you just crazy to talk to anyone i mean literally anyone if i'm wondering where travis is i will look around he will always be in a conversation with someone uh hiking up the mountain when <laughs> i uh, wasn't hiking with heather due to the fact that we had that little argument 
Does I probably it, ended up. Tiff? <laughs> I probably ended up talking to at least seven different people. So when I was at the top of the mountain and they finally got to the top, well, some of them beat me, but the ones who did, I was like waving to them and we were having a chat. <laughs> Great job! I knew kind of their life story and where they were from. I just, I don't know. I just really, I'm really intrigued by people's stories, and I do think like the more you talk to people, the more you realize how awesome most people all over the world are. I mean. I, you know, we're talking a lot about Cape Town because we're here, but I have found the people in Cape Town to be crazy friendly. Yeah. Like super nice, super, super nice, super friendly. Um, yeah, I've really loved it here. The yeah. locals here. They will meet your eye on the street and say hello. And I, I remember saying that to my sister, like the first or second day that we were here, just how friendly people were. Yeah. I believe we're on Travel Quirk 21. Is it I my mi- turn I might have lost count, but... Um, no, we must be on 20. Is it my no, turn? Because you pulled it out. Okay. Um, I believe it's, it might, now we might be Just on 20. Read away. Buying too many snacks at grocery stores. Finally, one of mine. <laughs> so I don't know why I just like to be prepared, but I'll say to Travis, oh, let's stop here and I'll get like a bottle of water or some apples. And then I come out and my bag is filled no, up you'll be with, saying that you're yeah. going to get a bottle of water yes. or apples. Yes. And I go into the grocery store and I'm in there and I'm like, okay, well, what if we don't get to a restaurant for dinner tonight? Or what if this happened most recently when we were driving the garden route and we had to drive from Plettenberg back to Cape Town, which this is, is about the perfect example. five hours. And... You know, I'm like, oh, Trav, pull over. I'm going to get some water and apples. And I go into the store and I'm like, okay, Actually, well. Actually, she just said three apples. Three because apples. Because we were getting one for Heather, one for me, and one for her sister, three Julie. Apples. And I went into the grocery store and I'm like, but listen, we've got a five hour. We're road tripping. We need snacks. So I bought sparkling water for me and Julie. I bought still water for Travis. I found some popcorn. I found a little chocolate bar. I mean, it's just more fun with snacks. She had a snacks. bulging <laughs> bag when she walked out It's of more the fun with store. snacks. Everyone will agree. <laughs> Fair enough. Can't so, argue that's more I fun I buy too snack. much at the grocery store. <laughs> You're up. Oh, my turn. It, it is endemic uh, at this point. Uh, <laughs> she does it every time. Like, she never comes out with what she says. But I went to the grocery store yesterday, and I came back. I said, I pulled a Heather, because I went just for a few little protein bars, because we we're going to hike Table Mountain, which is... Harder than people will tell you it is. It was very hard. Um, And I came out with two protein bars, two granola bars, three apples, three bananas, two waters, and like a little thing of really awesome oat cookies that toasted like those Girl Scout Samoas. They were amazing. So thank you for pulling ahead. I did spend 10 bucks. I appreciate. Oh, my word. $10 breaking the bank. Anyway, 23. Cheapo. Moving on. (laughs) Always hand draws a calendar. That is (laughs) Travis. Back to me. (laughs) Um, I love like sketching out what we're going to do day by day, even if we don't end up doing it. And instead of carrying a calendar around, like a little like book, planner, whatever they're called. Or even printing one before you leave. Yeah, I don't. I just like getting... This is another travel quirk. I don't think this is in there because this goes with it. I will always bring blank pieces of computer paper with me to have to write down notes um, if I don't have my moleskin or if I want to do something like a calendar. That, large that's scale. Not, yeah, large you know, scale. Not going to make the moleskin. Not important yeah. enough um, the moleskin. Also, guys, Trav cannot draw well. So it's not like he's <laughs> so sketching. It's like, it's like, like <laughs> Friday is like an inch wide and then like Wednesday is like six inches. So I'm always like trying to write in Friday. Um, but I just love drawing out calendars. 
and then putting the stuff in there and like kind of sketching it out. But I like hand drawing the calendar. I mean, that's just yeah. how it is. Hey, man. it is what it is. All right, this is mine. Give me oh, that. all right. Number 24, <laughs> if we're on the right one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows? Wears fleece socks and booties on a plane. That's me. I just like to have warm feet. I don't know. It makes me so cozy. And I don't really like walking around the plane in my bare feet or like just my socks. So I have these booties again that I bought at this travel store in Well, not a travel store, but at this store in Japan called Muji, which they have some on the West Coast, like in San Fran. They definitely have some San Francisco, not yeah. San Fran. As our friend Emily says, we can't say San Fran. I don't care. It's San Fran. Anyway, me. I'm not saying Frisco. <laughs> Muji has great stuff. They have a website that delivers in the U.S. So if you want to go on there, they have these fleece. Maybe that'll go in our holiday gift yeah, guide. They're for this not. Year. They're not really socks because you can put them over your socks. They're like little shoes. And there's, they even have grip on the bottom. They're great. You can put them on on the plane. Nerd. Then you can safely go Fashion into the bathroom. Nerd. And it's like really nice and cozy. And then your socks aren't getting all the grimy airplane grunge. I don't know. <laughs> is that a... Um is that like a hashtag? Hashtag fashion nerd because you should have that hashtag. Okay. Hashtag I don't, fashion nerd. I don't think that it's a hashtag. Oh, well, I'm starting it. <laughs> hashtag fashion nerd. What's interesting is that I think when we go on the airplane that people get a little skeeved out by me because I actually usually wear like shoes with no socks or flip flops and then I walk around the airplane barefoot. That's disgusting. That's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> so we're exact opposites in that way. Quirks, yeah. quirks, quirks. 25. Okay. Always wears the same travel outfit. This is both of us. This is both of us. So we really just tend to wear the same exact thing. I usually wear uh, black pants, either like leather leggings or whatever, a black shirt and a sweater or a jacket pretty much all the time. Although sometimes I will sub in slouchy pants because those are really comfortable. And it's like wearing pajamas. Yeah, and you wear those socks while well, you bring those socks. <laughs> what kind of shoes socks. do you wear? Um, it depends. I would love to wear flats every time, but usually I wear the biggest shoe, so usually boots or sneakers. Yeah, and I tend to, to wear the same things too. I mean, I'll, I'll always wear a, a sweatshirt or a um, or kind of like whatever, whatever the heaviest thing I'm bringing is, unless it's a down coat if we're going somewhere really cold like China in February. Um, I'll either bring like one sweatshirt or one zip up kind of, um, what am I thinking? Like track, not track jacket, but just a sweatshirt. Sometimes I wear a zip up jacket. Yeah. Like an athletic jacket. Yeah. yeah like a fleece. And <laughs> anyway, I'll always wear that, um, because it gets cold on planes. And then I usually wear a button down to feel a little good and look a, okay Put together in yeah. case we get bumped up to first class, which never which, yeah. happens. Maybe to we should us. do a podcast about how to get bumped up to first class and say, we don't know. Please let us know. <laughs> Tweet us at pack of peanuts. Um, and I, I usually wear either shorts or long pants. So I'll either wear one, whatever, one pair of jeans that I usually wear that are really comfortable. It's the only pair of jeans I own because I don't really like jeans. Other quirk. Oh my gosh. And, um, <laughs> or, or a pair of shorts if we're going somewhere warm. And I usually slip on shoes, not usually flip-flops as much, in case I have to run. I yes. always say, in case something happens to the plane, I have to run. I want shoes, like some Even sort of Even though shoes you on. take your shoes off as soon as you get yeah. on the plane. But so, yeah. All right, guys, we're winding down. We only right. have a this few is number more. Tw- we only have t- two more. This is number 26. So, yeah, we wear the same clothes for the most yeah. part. Um, number 26. <laughs> 
always overpacks and then buys more stuff <laughs> when they're at their destination. Travis, come on. <laughs> leading to the fact that then their thing cannot fit in the overhead compartment and then their significant other has to get embarrassed when trying to shove it in because the stewardess is like, this is too big. Yeah. And then Trav, we have to take stuff out and put it in a Stop doing that. Bag. It's really yeah. embarrassing. I know, stop I just, packing too much. I'm very sorry. It's all the shoes. <laughs> okay, it's me. I obviously pack too much even though I have a carry-on. It's technically a carry-on. But it is packed to the maximum. And yeah, it's not a carry-on. <laughs> Technically, it's not a carry-on. No, it is. No, because when you unzip that little thing to give you more room and then pack that dead full, it doesn't fit in the thing, in the compartment. Whatever. I need to upgrade my suitcase anyway. What I need to get is a hard case one because um, my Samsung is fabric and it's finally... Samsonite. Samsonite. I'm not sorry. Your Samsung. <laughs> my Samsonite is fi- finally falling apart after all these trips anyway. Yes, I pack too much, and yes, I buy more, and I do not leave room in my bag in, you know, I'm preparation like, for buying more. I'm I like pack an, it to maximum, buy more, then usually have to check a bag on the way home. And Sorry, I'm like guys. an old man because I'll sit there and say to her, I'm like, now, Heather, <laughs> if you pack it to the brim, you won't have anywhere to put stuff when you buy. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to buy stuff this trip. <laughs> and I'm like, well, let's let's look Sometimes at the track record of 100 <laughs> trips. And then... um. Yeah, so usually that stuff ends up in my bag. It does sometimes. Um, which isn't always packed to the brim. And yeah. uh, we make or it work. Or we end up checking a bag and then just buying like a tote bag or something and carrying that on. But anyway. Much to my chagrin when that happens. We are down so to the last So I have one. less travel quirks, but maybe mine are bigger. So it makes up for the fact that you have a million travel quirks. I've got a lot of quirks in general. Number 27, this is you. Oh, Pull I, it out. I, it's my I'm generally. even. You're odd. Okay. <laughs> You're odd. Always wants to take public transportation. Yay, public transport. <laughs> I'm actually a little bummed that we didn't take the My City bus here in Cape Town. I think, again, one of the ways to get close to the local flavor and the people is to take public transportation. This goes with me loving walking and biking and things like that. Um, Always likes Heather to take the metro. doesn't usually like to take the public transportation. Well, it depends. So I mean, buses, not so much. But yeah. metros, you know, I don't mind taking the metro. And I have been on my fair share of overnight buses, Travis. Okay. Yeah, I would say that you do a pretty decent job. <laughs> I did want to take the public transport in India, and we weren't able no. to do that. Uh, she drew the line there. Um, so, yeah, I just love taking public transportation. I love seeing the city that way, and I love getting around like someone would if they had lived in the city. Although, I guess a lot of times if people live in the city, they probably have cars. But to me, it's kind of this romantic notion of taking public transportation. Oh, so it's romantic, is it? Well... Is that your way of getting me to do mind, it? In my mind. In my mind. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it's really romantic when it's pouring down rain and you have to, like, find the right bus or train and then walk to your apartment from said stop instead of just hopping in a taxi. Yeah, I did remember. we mention that I hate taxis? <laughs> Long story short, one time we were in Austria... And we were in Vienna and it was like pouring rain so much. And we went out to dinner and we spent all this time figuring out the public transport. It took us forever. And on the way home, Travis was like, we can get a taxi. Happiest night of my life. Yeah, this was a pretty awful night, if I'm remembering correctly. (laughs) Anyway, there you guys have it. Those are our 27 biggest travel quirks. I hope you had fun with that. We certainly did. If you guessed 
27 out of 27, well then, congratulations. You, you know us well. Listen to all 180 <laughs> plus podcasts and know us better than we know ourselves. So thank you guys for tuning in today. We had a lot of fun. If you want to let us know some of your biggest travel quirks, that would be awesome. Let us know. You can leave a comment on the show notes at extrapackofpeanuts.com slash pods. You can tweet us at Pack of Peanuts or your Twitter... Oh, at Sartorial Stripes. At Sartorial Stripes. But your Instagram is at Heather Sherry. Yeah, it's confusing. But my Instagram is at Pack of Peanuts. So you can get us at Pack of Peanuts. Just do it that. That's the easiest yeah. way. But and follow don't be shy. Heather Sherry on Instagram. Sure. <laughs> Hashtag fashion nerd. Don't be shy. Let us know. And if you want to throw an EPOP pose in there, we'll love you guys forever. So thank you for tuning in. Um, a shout out to our sponsors, Tortuga Backpacks. That is the backpack that is sitting next to me right here at the Devil's Peak Brewery in Cape Town, South Africa, that I've been carrying all this electronic gear around with us all day because I thought eventually we would record a podcast, and we did. So um, if you want to check out their line of backpacks, they have a day pack, a kind of weekender type pack, which they call the Tortuga Air, and they also have the regular Tortuga backpack, which is the largest carry-on backpack. Which, Heather, maybe if you got that, <laughs> then maybe you could fit all your stuff. I know. It's a little bigger than your uh, Samsonite. Yeah, so. but I don't really like traveling with a backpack. I'd rather a suitcase. So yeah. so check that out at TortugaBackpacks.com. And then you can use the promo code EPOP, E-P-O-P, all capital letters. That will get you 10% off your entire order. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so thank you guys again for tuning in. Thank you for making us the number one rated travel podcast on iTunes. And until next time... Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris.